privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting and rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just $1. Text the word GRADE to 323232 right now. Hooked on Phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun. And everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day. For more than 30 years, Hooked on Phonics has been the proven learn-to-read program that kids love to use. Text GRADE to 323232 and teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. Text GRADE to 323232 right now and get started for just $1. Text GRADE to 323232 now. Text GRADE to 323232. Lucky Land Slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Mike, we have one more intro, I guess. No, I guess we're going to wait. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is I. Bring a cold open first. You're right. Get out of here. <laughs> You're right. I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, it is I, Crippled Cody. This is another episode of Tales from the Crips. However, tonight's going to be a little bit different. I will be doing it alone, an alone uh, episode. I will be having a one-on-one conversation with a man who has been in the rabbit and red spotlight off and on for the past couple of weeks. Um a few weeks ago, uh, a lot of people at Rabin Red got their feathers ruffled over a situation, a topic, and a scenario that we will be getting into on tonight's episode. I pitched the idea to having one of these men on to the show so they can have their voice be heard and just so they can show off who they are as a person. I don't think there's anything wrong with someone who is a controversial figure at the moment uh, showing who they really are and uh, talking about their childhood and all that. So join me on this very special episode of Tales from the Crips. It's going to be a doozy. We are calling it Cody's Hot Seat, I believe. And we're going to have more on who's joining us right after the intro. Tales from the Crips contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised.
All right, here we are, Tales from the Crypts, Cody's Hot Seat. I see we already have people in our chat room. They're they're brewing, they're, they're brimming at the, the seething at the mouths. We're waiting to hear what our guests have to say. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have our buddy, my buddy, Anthony on the show. How do you say, how do you even pronounce your last name, Anthony? It's Kaimano. Kaimano, Anthony Kaimano. I'd clap for you if I had hands, but I have flippers. Thank you, sir. I can't clap for you. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Anthony. I, I know you're a bit nervous being on the show tonight. I want to personally thank you for coming on and giving me this chance to interview you and give you basically a voice uh, since yeah. you've been a somewhat of a controversial figure in our community for the past few weeks, right? Well, yeah, thank you for having me. And uh, this is the last interview I've booked for now. I don't think I'll do another one for a long time. I would call this my my last interview. So awesome. I'm hoping it I'm hoping it helps get you some extra views. Thanks. I appreciate yeah. that. Um, I also want to run by I forgot to run by this in the intro of or the cold open um, yeah. at a certain point. tonight. if you if you remember, if you've seen our episodes, uh, every so often we will open up the uh, the call lines. And if anyone wants to call in, ask questions or anything like that, uh, we won't do that right off the bat. I want you to have your voice. Uh, sure. <laughs> a little bit later on and we're going to try to keep this civil we're going to try to keep this nice it's obviously going to be civil between me and anthony anthony i yeah. have no personal problem with you as you know but uh, i do have to ask you all these questions so anyway let's sure. start off with his name stone cold steve austin you chose for tonight you a wrestling fan yeah tell me about that you was did you grow up as a wrestling fan yeah, watching uh ecw wcw uh wwf at the time um, TNA Impact. Um, from there, I went and uh, joined a local school. So I'm from Rochester, New York. Um, UPW is the, the local school here. Um, that's where Brody Lee came from, or Luke Harper, um, Colin Delaney, um, uh, Rick Matrix wrestles there. I'm not sure if you know who he is or not. But, I don't know who that is, no. Just a just a handful of uh, old school guys came from that place, so I, I went there for a few months. Uh, I took some bumps, ran the ropes, learned how to get in the ring, out of the ring, lock ups, um, just basic wrestling things, and then uh, gracefully bowed out and uh, moved on in life. But <laughs> <laughs> you gave it a tryout. You you wanted you thought you wanted to be a wrestler at one point. Yeah, it was fun. Um, the the school wasn't the best school. Uh, I actually looked into going to um, the Storm Academy. That's uh, Land Storm School up in Canada. Yeah. It's, it's not too far away from where I am here. And um, it, at the time, I think it was like ten grand to go there or something. I didn't have the money to go, so I was just like, I'll put it off for a bit. And then uh, life happened, and I kind of moved on from it. But uh, it was a lot of fun going. Awesome. How old yeah. were you when you started this dream? Um, when I started wrestling, I think I was – Maybe 22, something like that. How old are you now, Anthony? 30. Oh, okay. Wow. I, I actually, yeah. I don't know if I would have guessed you maybe like late 20s. I, I'm yeah. surprised you're only five years younger than me. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's start back also in your childhood. Tell me a little sure. bit about what... What what drew you? What drew your attention when you were a child? You know anything from comic books, horror movies, wrestling? Talk talk to me a little bit about what your childhood was. 
wrestling was a big part of it. Uh, I loved wrestling. I had all the action figures, played all the games, uh, WCW, NWO Revenge, and WrestleMania 2000, and uh, No Mercy. mercy. Yeah, you better say No Mercy. Yeah, yeah, of course. Uh, Yeah, I loved all that stuff. Um, I had all the rings, you know, for the figures, and I had the Elimination Chamber when that came out, the the whole thing, so... I had um, masks. I go to live events. Um, just loved loved wrestling. Uh, X Men, Spider Man, Batman. Watched all the animated shows from the nineties. Um, had a collection of comics as a kid. Had all the action figures for that stuff too. Um, just loved all that stuff. Horror films, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. I watch all of them over and over and over. Uh, same with Friday the Thirteenth, uh, Halloween, Leprechaun, Hellraiser. All the usuals, you know. <laughs> you know, let me tell you real quick. When I was yeah. younger and I first got the internet, because I, I was big into the cartoons, you know, like you said, Spider-Man, X-Men, Batman. Of course, Ghostbusters was my favorite. I reference sure. that all the time. But right. uh, when I first got the internet, one of the first things I researched was X-Men. Yeah. And let me tell you, Anthony, I did not find what I was looking for. I actually found gay porn. Okay. And, uh, that that really <laughs> that made me realize I couldn't just research whatever I wanted all willy nilly. You had to be a little careful. I didn't need to see that sausage fest. You know what I mean? We gotcha. uh, <laughs> we got a we got a few people and uh, in our chat room. Amy says hi, and she said this should be interesting. Thank you, Amy. Jess is in the room. Uh, Jess is a big fan of mine, and I'm a big fan of hers. Mm. We got. Uh, <laughs> We got CJ Vicchio. He says, I have my popcorn ready. Also, awesome. And then we got our Paul, <laughs> God boy, Paul Rasso. He says, No mercy, the holy grail of wrestling gaming. I would agree with that. Yeah, I think a lot of people would. They still mod that game. Uh, they made a, a new one. Uh, it's supposed to be like a revenge sequel, like a sequel to Revenge, and it's called Feel the Bang. Yes. If you haven't seen that, you should check it out. I, I follow, let's see, there's a YouTube channel I follow on YouTube. It's called uh, Top Hat Gaming or something like that. He's a British guy, and he yeah. covers all, he covers a lot of beat-em-ups, like Streets of Rage and yeah. Final Fight and stuff like that. And uh, yeah. he also covers the wrestling games, and he covers all the mods. You know, I know there's an ECW oh. mod, a TNA yeah. mod, all Ring of Honor mod, I, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Do, you, do you watch any wrestling t- these days? I try not to. <laughs> I, get, I get suckered into it from time to time <laughs> i you know i catch uh some of the AEW matches i like some of the stuff they were doing for a while there um wwe is mostly a miss for me um you know i have my favorites when they had bray wyatt i liked him a lot uh, i'm a big aj styles fan um you know i just i have my favorites but i don't i don't keep up with it for the most part anymore right I I agree. Like WWE is, oof, it, it, it's they're a cartoon show that's basically for kids, yeah. and yeah. that that's not. It, it, yeah, and CJ just said three sixteen. Yeah, because we all want those days back. The the cool wrestlers, the rocks, <laughs> the old version of Triple H. You know we you know DX. You know right. right. I mean, how many girls back in high school did you run around in, in high school and say suck it to? You know, I'm, I know we all did that a couple of times, right? I don't think I did that in high school. <laughs> uh, maybe not in high school. Okay. You might have no, but you're, 
you're a couple of years older though, so it was probably different when I got to high school. That, that's true. That's true. Yeah. We got a good five years difference between us. Yeah. Um, so let's talk a little bit about your. You obviously have a love for comic books. You yeah. are a big Batman fan. How did that start? Yeah. What, did you turn on the uh, 1990s animated series one day on TV and just got hooked? That's probably what it was. You know, I was little at that time, so uh, all that stuff was popular. Uh, the X-Men series was based on, like, the Jim Lee version of X-Men, and I just love that stuff. I, I couldn't get enough of that. So I was watching a lot of X-Men, uh, Spider-Man, uh, Batman, uh, trying to think of what a Hulk, uh, Iron Man stuff was on around that time. Captain America was in the mix somewhere. Um, gargoyles and shows like that at the time that were kind of meant, you know, made for kids. Um, but I liked all that stuff. It was cartoons that were made for kids, but a, a little edgy, you know. <laughs> you know, but a lot of those animated shows, they were written with adults in mind. Right. And, and I think that's why stuff like that worked back then, is you had these shows. Another good example for me would be the Justice League animated series. Um, That came slightly after, I think, Batman Beyond, which I love Batman Beyond. Are you Batman Batman Beyond? Beyond. Yeah, of course. Um, And you would watch these shows, and it's like, holy shit, this is a show I could sit down with mom or dad or aunt and uncle, and they could possibly like it as well. Uh, For me, back then, my mother would sit down and watch a lot of those cartoons with me. And she she wasn't just sitting down for me. Like, she was sitting down because she wanted to watch it, especially X-Men. Because X-Men had that continuation, uh, you know, every beginning of every episode, you'd have that recap previously on X-Men, you know, that type of shit. <laughs> yeah. Right? So, like, it, yeah. it all felt like a continuous storyline in that in that series. Um, you know, and then I think as time went, a- animation especially just got dumbed down for the new generation of kids. And yeah. at least we wasn't a part of that generation. That's anyway... Right. How, um, tell me, talk to me about your, um, your interest in the Batman franchise specifically, you know, cause it, it eventually led you to becoming interested and in trying out a project for the whole property. So yeah. talk to me a little bit about like, what, what was it about the Batman or even the Joker character himself uh, that you really found like more interesting than anything else? Uh, so growing up, uh, the Joker was never my favorite uh, villain, actually. I liked uh, the Riddler and the Penguin a lot. Um, I was a big Batman fan in general. So with the animated show, had all the action figures. Uh, the video games at the time were on the Genesis and the Super Nintendo. Uh, I had those. I had the comics. Um, I watched all the movies from you know the Adam West series, the Adam West movie, to... Keaton's Batman Returns, Forever, Batman and Robin, and so on and so forth. Um, uh, Batman Begins, and so, you know, just all of them. I've seen it all. So uh, I've, I've always liked it, always liked the character. Uh, I thought Heath Ledger was a pretty cool Joker. Um, so, uh, so so what I saw was uh, a lot of people praising his, his acting in The Dark Knight. After that film came out, um, a friend of mine uh, told me how much he loved the movie, and I thought his opinion was uh, normally, you know, spot on. So I, I gave it a shot. Watched Dark Knight. Thought he was right. You know, I thought Heath Ledger did a pretty good job. 
I was doing a uh, video production class at the time, and we had to make a short film. So we uh, recreated one of the scenes from The Dark Knight where Joker is looking for uh, uh, Batman and um, just did something quick at school. And it kind of escalated from there. Um. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then you could go right into it. And then you you had the idea of starting a project eventually, right? Yeah, so the idea, the original idea was to do a Joker solo film. It would have been about Joker and Harley. Uh, I, and I was kind of, you know, just considering this idea for a bit, a couple months maybe. Uh, I found out that they were making a, bat, a movie called The Batman. This was, uh, I think, either during the pandemic or just before the pandemic. I'd already filmed a bunch of Joker stuff uh, with myself in the makeup at the house, just screwing around. Yeah, that um, was specifically in the bathroom, right? That one was in the bedroom. The that was in the bedroom. C the Flower City Butcher was in the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but you knew I had to ask you because when I yeah. saw those trailers a couple of weeks ago, I'm, I said it out loud. Like, was he in the bathroom? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, sure. I, and I think I said this a few weeks ago. You know, mm -hmm. I, if, if I were to go down that path and try to make that stuff. I don't know what I could make that would be better, worse or anything like that. I, you know, I, I tore apart your, your trailers just a little bit. And, uh, I, I felt that your Joker was, you know, you, you have the look you had to look down. I thought Thank you. The, Thank the, you. the sound of your voice was decent enough. The, the lighting Thanks. and the, the bedroom effect, I guess I could say now, you know, we all, <laughs> We all need a little bit of, of help, and uh, I think you know we we can you can eventually get better on some yeah. aspects of all that. But um, I, I do gotta ask, and this isn't from mm -hmm. anybody else. This is from my own opinion. Sure. When I heard what the name of it was, you just called it Batman: The Killing Joke. The first thing mm -hmm. I said to I think it was Mike that told me first about it, and the first thing I said was, "Well, it." it's a fan made film. Why doesn't he call something else? Like why, you know, why don't you have an extra subtitle with it or anything like that? Did you think at all about, you know, maybe not giving it the exact same name as the animated film that was official by Warner brothers or how did, how did you feel about all that? I knew the killing joke was recognizable. Uh, I knew I could get people to pay attention to it. If I called it the killing joke, I think the fans wanted to see a live action version of the movie. And so uh, I just went with the killing joke out of the gate. I knew that down the road after the film was made, we would have updated the title. That's why I didn't send any of the t-shirts, DVD. Well, I couldn't send DVDs out anyway, but t-shirts or posters or whatever, it all would have had to have been updated. So I couldn't send out Batman, the killing joke posters, and then made a movie called Batman, the killing joke, uh, you know, Joker's revenge or whatever, you know, whatever it would have been called. Um, yeah. You know, so I, I, I knew that we would have updated the title at some point. It was just a strategy, strategy thing on my part. Um, yeah, I, I did love the, the Killing Joke story. Um, you know, I've always, I always carry this around for the interviews and show it off. It's based oh, on the Killing Joke. Yeah. Uh, so the idea for it, now that we're, we're not making the Batman, uh, for the people that are watching and asking about it, we're not making the movie. So now that we're not making the movie, I can tell everybody that I would not have been the Joker in the movie. Uh, if you've read the, the Killing Joke story, you know that there's a fake version of the Joker in the beginning of the movie. That would have been me. So I would have just made a cameo as the fake Joker in the beginning, and then we would have had someone else play the actual Joker. Yeah, um, our... Uh... 
our chat member CJ just asked just a, a couple of minutes ago what happened uh, to the Batman Indiegogo. Did you did, did that get shut down? No, I gave everybody a refund, uh, hid the perks, and canceled it. So. Oh, okay. Now, <laughs> now before I get into any hard hitting questions, a real question <laughs> just for myself. Yeah. Because you saw the animated film. Of course. Yeah. Would you in in your film had you have made it? Would Batman and no. Batgirl? <laughs> no. you, you knew exactly what I was going to ask. Of course, yeah. <laughs> no, there's no way I would have done that. Everybody knew that from you know from the beginning. I never would have had a scene with Batgirl and Batman having sex on a roof. I was never going to do. I was never going to show the Joker raping uh, Batgirl or anything like that. <laughs> the, cast, yeah. the cast knew what was going on too. I, I will admit that they didn't. In the animated film, you also sure. didn't have to see the Joker rape. Um, it, it wasn't even oh. like implied. He just shot her, and then out, and then it cut away. If I remember correctly, I would have done something similar. So I would have done the Joker shooting somebody. Uh, in my film, it wasn't going to be an exact take of the killing joke. So he, he was going to shoot somebody in the beginning, but uh, uh, that's all. That's all I you know gave away for it. Right. I guess I guess we'll never find out. <laughs> <laughs> now, real quick here, because I'm looking at the chat. Uh, did you? Yeah. Is, is your wife in here with us? Is Mandy Almeida? Yeah. She's in here with us. All right. Yeah. I. Uh, that's awesome. How long have you been married, Anthony? Uh, we haven't been together for very long. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I, I kept a lot of that. You know, I always keep my private life. Private oh. Okay. Kind of thing. So. Um, so yeah, I think I've given you. I've already given you more than I think I've given a lot of other people. <laughs> oh, okay. I just, um, I saw the same last name and I just uh, I assumed that that was, you guys were married. You guys aren't yeah. married? Okay. Yeah. All right. Awesome. Well, at least she's in here uh, to support you, right? Yeah. Yeah. To support grateful. her partner or her boyfriend or her husband or whatever <laughs> you are. Like, I'm not under, I don't know, but that's, sure. that's cool. Okay. So this campaign, I've heard a lot of, hoot and holler about it. People are getting sure. their pants and a bunch about it. I need awesome. I, I, I need to, to hear the truth about some things. I'm sure everybody else wants to as well. I'm um, sure they do. <laughs> there, there has been, because uh, sure. you know you watched our episode. I'm sure you probably watched Poe Talk's episode that, that you know, he tra completely trashed you and, and Tagaganon as well. From what I know, he, that Tagaganon is a completely different subject, so I won't ask really anything about that. But, okay. uh, what? I love, I love to talk about them. <laughs> okay, yeah, actually, you know what? No, because we we got as much time as you want, buddy. Do you want to jump Great. into that first before the campaign? Go ahead. Tell me why is Tagaganon hated so much? And I've heard some wild accusations about this guy in the past few weeks. Tell me a little bit about this Tagaganon guy. Well, do any of those accusations sound familiar? Sound familiar? Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you mean? Do any of them sound like something that uh, might have been said about me? <laughs> um, I maybe I I'm trying to think exactly what I was hearing. I I I guess I, we'll just say that I have heard that he's not the nicest to certain people that has worked with him. I guess that's what we'll what I'll say. I I don't want to because yeah. here's the thing. And again, I'm coming at this interview from a neutral standpoint. And I made I it clear to all the people, you know, because as soon as everyone heard that I was doing this, I think everyone wanted to jump on the idea like, well, Cody, you're going to bury his head. And I'm like, no, no, I'm 
I'm going to fucking talk to him because I want him to have the chance of clearing his name. What what is it about Tagaganon that uh, everyone does dislikes? Did he mistreat a female? Did he do anything like that? Allegedly. Allegedly. Are you yeah, friends? With allegedly. Him? Um, I don't have an issue with him. He's never done okay. anything wrong to me. Okay. You know, I don't support you know uh, directors that are going to abuse their their cast on set. Um, uh, so if that's what he did, then I don't support that, but right. I wasn't, I wasn't there, you know, and I've heard different stories. I don't know what's true. Uh, so if he did do that, then shame on him. And if he did it, then yeah, I'm only going to say this out loud because she was comfortable saying it in sure. the chat room. Uh, Amy Crabtree did say that Michael Tagagnon sexually harassed me. Uh, so I, I mean that if that's the truth, man, that yeah, that's nothing to be okay about, right? Like if he actually did that. Sure. Um uh he she did make it clear, let me see. She did make it clear in a previous comment. She said, I never said that Anthony sexually harassed me. So she's she made it clear that you never uh she that she never said that about you. So there you go. Um There we go. Yeah, you know, I don't <laughs> I don't know nothing about Michael. Uh, you know, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really know anything about him. I had him on my friends list. I think he's still on my friends list. I think, you know, and you kept me on your friends list and all that. I, I appreciate yeah. that. So we could put this together. Um, Definitely. and you know, and you know, when we put our creepy things episode together, it all got thrown on me an hour before we went on. And I'm like, okay, oh, what right, happened? Right. who did what? And what did what, you know what I mean? And I, <laughs> And I was just like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do my normal gimmick. I'll trash everybody, and then we'll see how it goes. And I'm gonna be honest. That was one of my most watched episodes. So right. sorry, but you know, I got myself some some views on all that. But you know, like I said, I tried to do the right thing. Get you on here. Get your voice heard, and all that. Now, it was also alleged that yeah. your Batman campaign was supposedly. Did, it was said that you did not give people refunds and that maybe you took their money and didn't give them what they wanted out of that or that situation like that. What What is your response to that? Has anyone that donated donated to the campaign accused me of not giving them a refund or is all, all of this coming from people that did not donate to the cook campaign and have no idea what's going on? You know what? I am not sure. And producer, <laughs> producer, if you want to throw up that number, just hey, like I said, if someone wants to call yeah. in and dispute or anything, producer, I'd love to hear it. it. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Put up that number, just uh, please for me, producer. And uh, there you go. Question or comment? Call us two one five two four zero seven eight three nine. Call in. Have a civil conversation with me and Anthony. He's okay with <laughs> disputing anything and everything, sure. whichever. So, All right, so for the record, uh, everybody that donated to the Batman the Killing Joke fan film or the Flower City Butcher original horror film has been issued a refund. Uh, the reason why the Indiegogo campaign says that zero dollars have been raised is because all of the money has been refunded. I can take screenshots and share all of that stuff with anybody that wants to see it. I've already received several messages from people asking me why they received a refund. Um, if anybody needed you to show them any kind of proof that uh, refunds were sent, were sent, would you be able to provide that? I'm sorry, say that again. If anybody in the near future needed you to show any kind of proof that uh, refunds were sent, would you be able to provide that? 
A thousand percent. I'd share it with you just to just to let I mean you can hold me accountable if you want, just to let there's a middleman between I, it. <laughs> I will, I will. Do it. Good. Um yeah, uh you know, it, it, this this I I never like I've never seen a situation like this before. I I've never really been in a situation where I've seen, you know, Indiegogo campaigns, you know, supported, not supported. You know, I know that Tagagnon had that Eat Halloween Evil Lives, and it, that seemed to get more anger than than your project did. I would say you're the lesser of two evils, no pun intended towards his title or anything like that. But, yeah, you're probably the lesser of two evils. Um, yeah, so <laughs> what, what made you decide to uh, shut down the Batman production? Did you just get overwhelmed? Is it the controversy, or what made you decide to shut that down? Uh, it's not just about me, you know, I have other people that are, were affected by the drama. So I figured I'd just take a step back from it, uh, give everybody their money back, uh, take a breath, recalibrate, regroup. Um, and if I want to make the movie in the future, I can always do that. Um, right. Yeah. It's no, <laughs> there's no, no love lost on my end. Um, now I do want to ask you another question. I'm going to warn you ahead of time. This is going to be a little bit of a personal question, but it's got to be asked. Sure. I, it was uh, brought to my attention uh, a few days ago that supposedly mm -hmm. that you know, I'm, I'm saying allegedly, cause I'm not, I don't want to say that I know anything for a fact or whatever. Whatever you want. Allegedly there yeah. was a, uh, was there a little bit of a con like a confrontation between you and another woman in Ohio of some sort? Was there any kind of, and confrontation like that does that have anything to do with batman the killing joke or are we just asking uh more so, <laughs> i i guess more so I, I mean again we live in a society where women sure. sometimes you know the whole me too thing and the whole like well he did this and said this and and it, sure. some people and, and i don't want to say any names because i'm not trying to elevate the drama but sure. more than one person has brought it to my attention that supposedly uh, supposedly someone <laughs> from Ohio yeah. has like some sort of restraining order against you of some sort. Do you want to comment on that at all? Yeah. I was in a relationship with a girl for eight years. Uh, she cheated on me. We had a bad breakup. I destroyed a bunch of shit in the house. Uh, she told the cops that I did things I didn't do. She filed a restraining order. Then she asked for me back, sent me a bunch of pictures, uh, the whole thing. I was dating someone else at the time. I told her to fuck off and here we are. All right. <laughs> And, and, and you know, and sometimes it's just as simple as shit like that, right? Like, I, yeah. I, a lot of people don't understand that there's sometimes it's not all black and white. Sometimes there's a huge gray area, you know, mm -hmm. in, in situations like that. And you're True. right. Like, at the end of the day, we're men. Sometimes we can get a little brutal. As you said, you destroyed some of our property in the house or mm -hmm. whatnot. No? Destroyed, destroyed my stuff in the house. <laughs> oh, 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 okay. My mistake, yeah. your stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, sometimes girls, you know, will do something like that. I just wanted to, you know, bring that up for a second, just you know, to let you clear the air on that as well. There, there it is. And uh, and again, it's it's funny because you know, going into this, everyone was like, "Woo rah rah rah!" I got questions, I got things I want to say to them, and here we are, yes. half an hour. Here we are, half an hour into the show, and nobody's called in and 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 had anything to say yet. So. I mean, hey, everyone, I <laughs> here's right? your chance, guys. <laughs> yeah, here's your chance. Now, 
while I'm thinking about it, and while we're on the subject of Indiegogo campaigns or whatever, talk sure. to me a little bit about what your idea was, or maybe still is, for the Flower City Butcher. Am I? How, how was? I'm not pronouncing that right. Am I? What's the title of it? Yeah, that's perfect. Uh, so the Flower City is a nickname for Rochester. It's where I live. Uh, Flower City makes it sound like I'm from a, a beautiful city made of flowers, but it's actually pretty dark and ugly here. There's a lot of crime in the area. Rochester's not a good place. And I just thought it'd be fun to put a point of spotlight on it. Um, so that, that was pretty much it. The idea was not to have uh, a killer in the film, but to do is several killers in the film would have been a bigger thing than I was leading it on, leading on. But, um, who knows? Maybe I'll do something with it in the future at some point. Never know. Okay, so as it stands right now, both campaigns are shut down for now. Oh yeah, I uh, I went ahead and refunded everybody. Yes, or, uh, we have somebody live. Oh, my oh. Anthony, here we go. Fun. Who is it? Uh, yeah. You're. Yes, you're live. And I would like to go. Um... Hello. Hello. Can you hear it? I Hello, yes. I'm a fan. I'm sorry. Hello. Okay, um, hello. I have a question. How come you called Angel Bradford a racist? So there was a misunderstanding on Angel's uh, post. I saw a post that she made about a different director, um, and he was <laughs> supposedly charging people for auditions, which I don't agree with. Angel doesn't agree with. None of us agree with. Um, but I sent that director a message and asked him about it. He uh, decided that he would change it from being a paid audition to being free. Um, and I left a comment on the post saying, hey, uh, I talked to him and he's agreed to, to switch it from a $25 audition fee to free. Um, Angel and I went back and forth a little bit about it. She felt like I was defending him and that he's a terrible guy. I was like, look, I agree. He's a terrible, you know, what, what he's doing isn't right. That's why I sent him a message. Um, and what happened was eventually somebody else left a comment on it and he said something about black people. And he's like, this is, you know, something about black people and he's a bad example for black people. So before I got to look into the comment and really look into it, I was like, Angel, you might want to delete this comment because it's racist. Well, what happened was she ended up blocking me so I couldn't see the rest of the conversation and I went to a couple of the other directors and I was like, look, this is like pretty racist. And like, you know, she's attached to your project. Right. And they were like, thank you. I'll look into it. Uh, apparently they looked into it and got to see more than I did at the time. And I guess there was more going on than I realized. And uh, it was just. Are you saying intentionally at that time you were trying to shut her down? I was not trying to shut Angel down intentionally. Trying to do with her life right now. By the way, real quick, who is on the phone with us right now? A fan. <laughs> just a fan? Just, yeah, a, just, a, yeah, just another, a big vagina yeah, fan? another call. Do we, so, have, we, okay. we have another call, but if I answer this call, the current call is going to get disconnected. All right, um, just a fan. You guys you kind of still no. did not answer the question about Angel Bradford. You asked if I thought she's racist, and I'm saying, no, she's not racist. You asked why I called her a racist, and I explained exactly why. What else do you want to know? Am I trying to shut her down? No, I'm not. I think you guys should go support Angel Bradford. I think she's a great actress. What else do you want? Okay. Do you think you should apologize? Uh, I, I apologize to Angel Bradford if anyone out there feels like uh, – 
I think she's racist. I don't. I mis misinterpreted what was happening in the comments, and I apologize to Angela for any inconvenience. All right. It, I mean, <laughs> just, just a fan. You can keep you know asking us questions if you'd like. Sure. Uh, I go ahead. Is, is there anything else? Well, no. He hung up. Oh, okay. Oh, had another call. I'm gonna see if I can get. <laughs> there you go. Hold on. I mean, I. I if you and Angel had some problems, it, the guy asked you for an apology. You just did it. Right. What else do you want from me? <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Let's see if we can find out who the next person was calling. I'm. I'm going to be honest, Anthony. You. You got some people riled up in the chat room. Who? I don't know who TJ Effect is, but he. Uh, yeah, he's not a, the biggest uh, fan of yours, I guess. He's welcome to call in too. Yeah. Please leave your message for. Oh, oh go ahead and turn that on. We don't. Oh, <laughs> Hello? Oh, there it is. Hold on. Wait, did we get? Wait, hold on. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. This is. Oh, uh... Let them call. Please call back. I feel like I know what happened. We, because I, I, Mike, I heard you say oh, we were getting. What happens is somebody calls. If more than one person calls at a time, it, 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 like, you know cancels the other one out so hopefully they'll just call back. okay hey listen actually while we're sorting that out anthony i do see a very serious comment and then i'm sure. going to actually repeat to you adam freeman says i'm at work and not able to call in but i want to know why you and scotty were talking about me and talking about how i was not hot enough to rape i want okay. to answer those were disgusting comments well, tell us about that Sure. So uh, Scotty McCoy had an interview set up with Hayden Newman. Hayden Newman's the, the director of Re Reunion from Hell 2. Uh, Amy Crabtree sent me a message saying that Adam Freeman uh, was mad at Scotty because Scotty was going to interview Hayden. One second. One second. I can't hear you after that. Uh, I just okay. No, sorry about that. Yeah. Okay. You're live. Sure. So uh, Scotty McCoy oh, had an interview. <clears throat> Wait, I'm sorry, Anthony. Hold on one second. All right. There we go. My name, He's on. Okay, wait, wait. Caller, before you ask your question, can we let Anthony continue on with his response to uh, Adam Freeman? Sure. Okay, thank you. Go ahead, Anthony. Finish what, what your thought was, please. Uh, so Scotty McCoy had an interview set up with Hayden Newman. Hayden Newman is the director from Reunion to Hell and Reunion to Hell 2. Uh, before Scotty had a chance to interview Hayden, Amy Crabtree sent me a message saying that Adam was mad at Scotty because Scotty was going to interview Hayden. Apparently, according to Amy, Adam feels like Hayden Newman raped somebody on his set. Um, so there's that allegation. And uh, I mentioned to Scotty that Adam was mad at him, according to Amy, because Hayden raped somebody, which, by the way, I have nothing to do with that film or any of those people. Uh, and Scotty's response was Adam Freeman wasn't raped because he wasn't hot enough to be raped. Scotty McCoy said that, not Anthony Caimano, not Stone Cold. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Adam Freeman, if you're still in the chat, there's your response. If you have anything else to say, I will be watching the chat. All right, caller, we got you on. I heard you say that you don't want to reveal who you are. That's completely fine. Go ahead and talk to Anthony. Yeah, no, I, sure. no, I, no, I will reveal who I am. 
Oh, oh, sorry. That was the last caller. My bad. Go ahead. Who, who is Cody? Father. Oh, this is my, this is my father. It's about yeah. time he's called in for you. What the I have hell? A, why did you Why did you leave me and my mother all those years ago? You son of a bitch. I know. <laughs> I, I listen, this episode. Listen, father, father. This is an episode all about apologies. So I expect you to apologize to me. I apologize. Thank you. Tell me you love me. You're welcome. No, they, you, okay, there you go. Thank you. All right, let's get on to why you called in. Do you have a comment or question for Anthony? I just have one question, actually. Okay. And I, I don't care what you think about me. I know, I know you don't like me. I, but what's I know, the What's I the question? <laughs> yeah, we all know I don't like you. What's well, the question? question is, <laughs> the fuck? My question is: Why did you try to trash Amy Crabtree so bad? Why did I try to trap her? Fucking support you. What is? Why did I try to trap her or trick her? Trash her. Trash. Why did I try to trash her? These messages you sent to the groups about these bad uh, promoters. I don't give a shit what you think about. Oh, me. to to the group pages. Why did I upload this picture? Why Why do you try to tarnish her? He all she ever did to you was support you. Well, That's you don't support I, you don't support somebody by telling somebody people that they sexually harassed you. That isn't how you support people. You support people by uh, sharing their campaigns, telling everybody uh, how much how how many times they defended you and all your lies and all your bullshit. Shit, anything. I can't understand what you're saying. What are you saying? And here's the thing: you wouldn't have gotten the man on your uh, Flower City budget without that woman. Hey Rob, what's, what's he saying? I know, Rob. Would you like to? We are. We actually are having a really hard time understanding what you're saying. Would you like to have the studio link sent to you so you can actually come in and be heard crystal clear? Anthony's not lying. He. We actually are having a really hard time understanding what you're saying at the moment. Yeah. Have Have, have Mike send me the link. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Mike. Do that, and I'm going to address a couple of things that I just seen in. Sure. All right. uh, in the chat room, I apparently I've been corrected by the Rabbit and Red Radio page that says callers don't have to be civil. Whatever. Um, who is Jamie Apple? Because she was just on the screen and she said, she's, wow. "Go ahead." She's a makeup artist uh, that I promoted a lot, and I was never anything but nice to. And now she hates me, and she thinks I'm a terrible person because of what she heard from Amy Crabtree. The, the person that's supporting me and supporting my campaigns. Go figure. <laughs> now, uh, while we're waiting on our father to come sure. in via a, um, a link to the studio, tell me a little bit about why you don't like Rob. Is it just because of the, the, the stuff between you and, and Amy? Well, no. I kicked Rob off the Batman project twice. So the first time I kicked him off the project, I asked him to take some time to himself to recalibrate because I thought his actions and his, uh, his behavior was uncalled for. Uh, he took a vacation and went to Vegas for a week or two, and then he came back and he stirred up a bunch of trouble. So we kicked him off again. <laughs> oh, boy. I, I want to hear what he's got to say about that. Anthony, people saw what you posted all over your page about me. You sabotaged yourself. 
Oh, well, that was actually after I announced that I was canceling the project. So how do you explain that one? Jamie Apple says, whoa, promoted me. I bought into your projects. I supported you. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I did what? I made posts about you, didn't I? I told everybody what a good person you are and how, how good of a makeup effects artist you are and how well you're going to do in Hollywood, which you're never going to make it to. <laughs> I, I, you know what, that real quick before Rob, before you come in or before you say anything, who is TJ effects that he really hates you, Anthony? I have no idea who, why doesn't he call in? I, he, <laughs> I mean, he just, he, I, I'm just repeating what he said. I'm not, you know, starting. To, he said, I will happily go back to jail ending you. What good, the fuck? Good for him. Kill you? What the, why, what doesn't he, you? why doesn't he happily call in and talk to me? TJ, happily call in, buddy. You you don't have to be civil. I tell uh, you, TJ, you don't have to be civil. Call in after Rob gets his chance. Call in. Uh, and real quick, Amy says, "No, you're wrong. This was before, during, and after." You said that you were still. His going name to- doesn't matter. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, okay. Everybody, we got Rob in the room with us. Now, Rob, I, I am terribly sorry we couldn't hear you a few minutes ago. Go ahead. Okay. Let loose on Anthony. Sure. Oh, I'm not going to let loose. I just I just want to know. Why not? One, you, made, uh, one... you made three videos about me. Why not let loose? Actually, Here I actually, am. T- actually two. Two, but... and then you pretended to make a third for the views. How, how do your views go from 20, 30, 10, 5, 20, 30? Talk about Anthony, 300. Right, so talk about let, Anthony, let, 200. Are you going <laughs> to let me uh, talk here or no? Don't you think you talk enough? I don't know. I'm, I'm talking to the, <laughs> I'm talking you, to the king. What do with your voice? I'm talking the to, to you the do with your sugar level look at and me. bring it down a bit. Look at me, you little bitch. Yeah, go ahead, faggot. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what are you why saying? Did you tra- why did you trash Amy Crabtree? All right. <laughs> Go ahead, Poppy. <laughs> why did you cra- trash Amy Crabtree so much? Are you going to keep fucking talking? This is the kind of guest that you get, this Cody. This is the kind of guest. Okay, wait a minute. No, hey, no. hey, Rob, didn't you lose the uh, show off this channel? Didn't they just kick you off? No. 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 No, what, happened? what happened? Did they ask you to leave to go find some manners? I don't know. If you want to listen to the host, maybe he'll tell you. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait. Let, let, we got to have some order in this conversation, at least a little bit. Now, Anthony, <laughs> Anthony please. Uh, wait, we got to I don't want to make it to Hollywood. I don't want to. I'm great on the East Coast, and yeah, I'm bigger and better than you'll ever be. Well, you're definitely bigger, and you definitely won't make it to Hollywood, you fucking loser. Oh boy! <laughs> you want to tell you want to tell him about the status oh. of Rabbit and Red? Why I'm not here? You're not here because you stink. Nobody wants to watch your show. Okay. I okay. I, record, just for the record, I loved working with Rob. Rob, I loved working with you. I'm not saying that anybody should change their opinion <laughs> or anything. No, I'm just I'm just being honest. I liked working with Rob for sure. Um, I don't know what the real reason is that you know he had to leave Rabin Red. That's between if Mike wants to come in and address that, that's cool. But it wasn't between me and Rob. Mike's right. here. Mike, come in Mike, and tell us. No, why, Mike, why did you get booted? Mike, can I ask? Can I ask my question? Because I did call her. Caller live. Caller, are you there? We have a caller. We have oh, yeah. a caller. Yes, there is somebody here. Good. Can we get? Can okay. we? Can the caller let Rob get his question in first? He did show up first. 
Well, yeah, okay. Rob, why did I trash you for being all, a fucking no, all loser? All I want to know is why did you trash Amy Crabtree so bad? When she, how many times she, do I have to well, tell you well, no, she's sixty-five I'm gonna finish years my old? She told people I sexually harassed her. It's fucking disgusting. No, 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 no. no. You doctored all that fucking uh, all those fucking screenshots. Yeah. And here's the thing: if it wasn't for her, your Flower City bitch butcher wouldn't got in demand. She's the one that got in demand, not you, you little bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You, then, so what's the and question? You get, then you get this. Then you get this <laughs> fake little fucking marriage. Yeah. Which you so were fucking twenty women. You were you were sexting twenty people. Anthony's a ladies man. You were sexting twenty fucking people. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, by the way, I don't I don't think Amy's sixty five years old. How old is Amy? She claims to be in her fifties, but I've seen pictures. I've seen what she really looks like. I'm not falling for it. I, I don't think Amy's sixty five. Amy, uh, I don't believe don't worry. <laughs> um yeah. hey, when you get hey, when you get adolescent hey, Rob, guests, how many times did I kick you off the Batman project? Why'd I kick you, you didn't, off? You didn't kick me off. I left. You got kicked off twice. Okay. Because I you left because I saw attitude. your shams. I saw your shams. Coming from Stone Cold Steve Austin, you have bad behavior. You, you're not. You're not. You're, you're a, not even fucking. Father, you're not Gilbert. You're not even Gilbert. Out of fuck. How about that one? You're not even Gilbert, fucker. Someone. Hey, someone told me you lost your two front teeth working the late night shift at a glory hole. Is that true or false? Oh, you. You want to see a glory hole? <laughs> I'll come to fucking Rochester and beat your ass. Okay. Oh, yeah, you kicked my right. ass. Before, okay, I'm going to say something I'm not going to say. Cody, <laughs> Cody, thank you for your time. You're welcome, Rob. Have a good Thanks, night. Thanks, Rob. Okay. Well, right. we, okay. we really didn't get anywhere with that. Well, we, do, we, we do have a caller, though. So let's. <laughs> caller. You're still there. In one second, caller. I just want to address real quick. TJ FX says that I'm You're a, a joke, joke Cody. I'm a joke. This is you... the best show they've had in a long time. <laughs> yeah, he did. TJ just called me a joke for allowing all this. You uh, don't watch the show if you're. I'm, a, I'm the most entertaining TJ has seen in a long time. This is this why, is why I, left I left the projects. Wasn't any of the rumors or accusations. I don't want to work with bullies. I unfriended several people due to the bullying involved. All this proves was I was right. By the way, we missed Daniel one this much. He, he raised the grand total of zero fucking dollars. Nobody wanted his eight by 10 and nobody wants him to star in their film either. Fuck you. Yeah, well, I don't know anything about that. But hey, TJ, come on to the show if you got something to say to the both of us. I don't care. You know, me and Anthony... We, we're not uh, uh, sticking up for each other. We're just having a civil talk here about what his problems are, what my problems Falling are. Falling off the rails. I've been off the rails. Where the fuck have you been? <laughs> anyway, I'm so sorry. The caller. We have a, prick. have a caller. <laughs> we have a caller. Caller, I'm so sorry. It's fallen off the rails a little bit, this interview, this episode. Um, Go ahead. Who, is, who are we talking time. to? It, it's, it's all good. It's Mr. Post. It's this, oh, it's Aaron. Oh, yeah. Aaron. There he is. That is my one of my favorite guys on Robin Red. Aaron, go ahead. Who also got a couple extra no, views no, by talking no. shit about me. Yeah, Perfect. You're right. You're, you're, you're right. It did get off the rails a little bit. And uh, I, I will say that Anthony did come off kind of childish there, kind of making fun of Rob. But that, that's near, near Yeah, I, I didn't come off being super mature like Aaron always does. If you guys have ever seen his show, he's super mature. 
If you guys ever seen Aaron Poe's show, go check it out. He got a couple extra views a week ago talking shit about me. Here he is again. What a fucking surprise. Uh, I, I, um, I, 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 he's another one, 55 years old, talking shit like he's fucking 12. And then when I'm here live with him, why don't you come on live too? Give Aaron the live stream. What the fuck? I I do. I Uh, would hear what Aaron has to say though. Hey, shut the fuck up and let people talk to you, you stupid fuck. All right. Go ahead, you fucking man child, you piece of shit faggot with a B movie TV channel that anybody could create, you fucking loser, you 50 year old. Go ahead. You're 55 fucking years old doing this shit. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm 20 years younger than you, you fucking loser. Hey, keep going. Well, let's let Aaron see what he's got to say. Go ahead, Aaron. Yeah. Uh, What's your question? Ask, ask Daddy Mike, your question so you can go back to bed. So can fucking listen. Uh, I want the fucking mic so I can talk. I did. He won't let anybody I did. Oh, I did. Okay. Let, uh, Aaron, go ahead. Listen, I, I'm not letting this little fucking idiot get to me. I don't care what he says. All I wanted to ask, I wanted to ask a question. You know, and then I get the same treatment as Rob, and he's calling everybody old and all this shit. Who gives a shit, right? Yeah. All I want to know is why why was he doing all the immature shit he was doing instead of making his fucking movie? And, and this is what you wanted. You wanted people mm-hmm. to contribute to your fucking project, man. That's all. No, it was. I don't want people to contribute to the, the that project. Whole thing, I that whole thing, that whole thing that whole thing that I did was not just aimed at you, it's aimed at all immature fucking idiots that are trying to make a film and they're using it to stalk people, they're using it to rip off people. That's what it was about. Now, yeah, you- I don't rip people what? off, Aaron. What don't you get? Nobody's ripping what? anyone off besides you by forcing us to watch your shit show. You stole an hour of my life that I'm never going to get back. I don't give a shit. I really don't, Anthony. That's the difference between Then these. why are you calling you in? Answer the fucking question. Why are you trying to rip people off? And you run. And you ran. Why am I trying to do what? He, he, he asked, yes. why are you trying to rip people off and, and then How run. am I ripping anyone off? Everybody got a full refund today. What else do you want, Aaron? Fucking... I, like, I like to see it. I really would like to see everybody comment saying they got a full refund from your shit. Go ask, has really... anybody said that they haven't gotten a refund, Aaron? <laughs> real quick here, real quick here. I, I got a lot of people in the chat room asking why I'm allowing Anthony to talk shit to people and my crew. Everyone in my crew are adults, and I think everyone can handle. I'm not talking shit to anybody that's on this show. I'm talking shit to Aaron Poe. He's, he might be on Rabbit and Red or be friends or whatever, but he's not on the show tonight. I called in on his own free will. He's 55 years old. He knows what he's doing. I don't think Aaron's 55 years old. <laughs> yeah, however old he is. I don't I know think, how old it, For the record, I don't know how old Aaron is. I think Aaron, I think Aaron's like 40. Okay. Jess, Jess Myers says she hasn't gotten a refund, but I guarantee she got an email saying that she was issued a refund. It might take a couple days to get it, Jess, depending on what bank you have. Genius. Okay. Well, that's what I wanted to know. That's the only question I had. 
And thank you. Thank you for thank you for calling in. Next. I, I, I wish everybody the best. I do. And I want you, you, you don't. If you did, you wouldn't make a, a an hour long video okay. trashing everybody and telling people okay. to watch who they support on any go go because I'm ripping people off. I've never ripped anyone off in my life. Well, Fuck you. You used and abused it, bro. You used and abused it, man. That's what you did. That's exactly what you fucking did. And you I, don't can, know, I used interviewers? <laughs> I can, honestly, Aaron, the audio is so bad, I honestly don't know what you're saying. So Cody's going to have to translate everything you're saying. You have to go, you have to give me questions and spurts, buddy. Question, and then wait, and then Cody translates, and then I answer. But I can't translate if I can't. He's gone. Okay, I'm sorry, Aaron. We, we do have to bring a little order back to all this. It is turning into a Jerry Springer show at this at this point. Um, I'll tone it down if you want me to. I'm not doing um, anything that you no, said I couldn't do. Right, right. No, you're right because I, I opened it up. I uh, offered people to call in. People call, And unfortunately, we are having audio issues with the call in. I, yeah, I'm not making that up. And I've been nothing but respectful to Mike and Cody, right? That is true to me and Mike. Like you, like you agreed. Like you promised. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I got people in the chat room saying that I'm a complete joke because I allowed this to happen. This is what people wanted. We wanted you I to. I think it's entertainment, don't you? It is. <laughs> and, and TJ uh, just accused me a few minutes ago of doing this only for views. Yes, I'm sorry, but I That's want what to... YouTube is. That's what we want. <laughs> oh my God, why don't people understand that that it's entertainment? So. Uh, why, are, quick, why else are you guys watching this? Real quick, I did see your your partner, uh, we'll just call her. She did respond to Jess's comment. She did say something that made sense to me. If they if the refunds went out today, it would yeah. take probably a couple of business days for anything to show up, right? So the way it works is if you have a business or I'm sorry, if you have a bank within the US, it takes a couple days, a couple business days to to see that uh, transaction go through. Uh, it would take longer if your bank is outside of the United States. But uh, I promise everybody's received the refund. I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't rip off Jess or anybody else. I don't okay. want your I don't want Jess's thirty dollars or whatever she donated to the campaign. I don't know how much offhand. Maybe she donated more, but uh Nick M, who says this at, being an asshole isn't entertainment, but you're watching it, Nick. You're watching. Nobody's watching you tonight, Nick. I, I'm just going to go ahead and say I never had this many people in my chat room before. So Why hey, would there be? Because I'm for, the most for, entertaining thing they've seen. For better or for worse, uh, this has gotten us to view so far. I will, exactly. say, one, I will say one thing, Anthony, um, and I, I will make this one request. Um, please don't call anyone a faggot. Uh, I got that word from you. I learned that. I didn't right. know that word until I heard you say it. You're right, and I have said some pretty <laughs> terrible things. The reason, <laughs> the only reason, the only reason is, is because I do want there to be like you can argue with people, tell them they're wrong, tell them a piece sure. of shit. By the way, by the way, zero gay men have complained about me using the word faggot. I will agree it's with been that. All straight, straight guys, you can't say that. <laughs> I will agree yeah. with that. Let's see. TJ says, yeah, pathetic human being. So you're saying harassing people on social media, slandering names and condoning sexual harassments isn't is entertaining to y'all. Y'all are beyond sick. Nobody is condoning sexual harassment at all. Amy Crabtree admitted several times in the chat that I did not sexually harass her. I I will say that I don't think tonight 
either me or you said that sexual harassment because it's not cool it's not okay whatsoever right. and i do hope that you're telling the truth when you're saying that you wasn't a part of anything like that I, amy I, said it oh I yeah that, amy uh, said it right i'm seeing okay if you asked me i might have said something different you never know he, but nobody asked me amy's running your mouth in the chat like always okay yeah uh shit this uh i think this has been a train wreck in all the right ways <laughs> good uh we, we're closing in on an hour of this uh this treasure trove of drama <laughs> i'm going to uh give everyone one last opportunity if anyone wants a studio link sent to them aaron for uh if you're watching this in the future i do apologize we couldn't get you uh we couldn't hear proper what you're saying anthony that was a little bit because you wasn't allowing him him to ask his question too much i will say that but i'll answer whatever you want whatever yeah. you if, yeah if you want to know something just ask me i'll, I'll let you yeah know. let's let's just if anyone else calls in let it i do want to try to keep it a little bit more calm I if do anyone want... if anyone calls in i'll stay quiet let them call me a piece of shit they can ask whatever they want and then i'll calmly respond okay i would appreciate that because it sure. did sound like aaron had an a very like an, an honest question i think he asked you why you trashed amy and then ran away do we have another caller we did and then i didn't they... trash amy and run away i'm right here so hold on i'm right here trashing amy aaron if i <laughs> aaron, if i, if I misquoted uh, your question i apologize that's what i thought you asked um and, I, and again i want everyone to know that i'm not picking sides here i brought anthony onto the show i wanted to give him a voice and i'm the mediator yes i let things get a little out of hand but that's what i do and i promise you we'll get some views on this so yeah hey what is this uh tj says cody you have no idea how bad this is gonna hurt your show in the long run how can it hurt my show when we barely got views in the first place from the past it'll be okay i brought viewers to the show <laughs> right let's see we got uh i think i think mike tagaganon is in here but i don't think he's saying anything towards us i think he's arguing with someone else he's telling uh amy crabtree that he filed cease and desist letters toward her because she was talking shit about him too and he's not the only one who is Sophie Spiegel? She asked, how much money did you raise in total? I have no idea no idea who she is, but Sophia, if you've been paying attention, we refunded all of the money, so we didn't collect any money at all. You don't know who Sophia? Put her comment up on the screen just so I can see that picture of her. No, uh, I don't know who she is. I was talking maybe maybe the producer. I can't find it. Yeah, it's, it's up a little bit. Wait, is she? This one? Yeah, how much money did you raise, Sophia Spiegel? You know, Sophia. Um, the question is, how much money could I raise for you, sweetheart? Come on to the show. We'll talk about other things instead of Indiegogo campaigns. Uh, she looked pretty from uh, that picture, so hopefully she's uh, somewhere in her twenties. But anyway, her question. They're saying his his cease and desist letters fake. He's not the only one filing them. Genius. You, you guys said, listen, I've never filed anything. I've never uh, contacted a lawyer about Amy or Rob or any of these people. And I'm telling you that other people out there are doing it. It's not me. And it's not just Mike. Other people are filing cease and desist letters against Amy and Rob. Wait, wait. I have nothing to do with it. I'm sorry. I got to ask. I guess the, the question actually was how much was raised before you shut it, shut it down on the Batman campaign? Um, after, uh, Rob and Amy started talking shit about the campaign and a bunch of people asked for refunds after all that happened, we had a $3,500 raised, uh, before we stopped promoting. And then when the refunds were given, that's how much was raised 3,500. 
Wow. Okay. And and you're saying that everyone got that back or someone? 100%, 100%. I will let you be the middleman if you want, or Mike, or Aaron Poe, or Jesus Christ, or Amy Crabtree, or okay. anybody that wants to see the refunds Let, process. Let's talk about people who actually exist. So that'd be me, Mike, Amy, and all the others, except. <laughs> yeah. In the near future, I will ask you this as a respectable, you know, as our respectable acquaintances is still intact. In the near future, when you have that proof, I would like you to share it with me so I can sh share it with everyone on a future episode. Would you? I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you tonight. If you want to take, if you want the screenshot, you can post it right on the, uh, the Rabbit and Red uh, Facebook okay. page, and then maybe okay. you'll get some more um, traffic there. Yeah, maybe later. later it has on. so it has everybody's information, like their email and all that. Um, so I'm. I don't know if you guys want me to blank that out so that it's like keeps their information private, but that, everybody's refunds right there. That problem, uh, Mike, I know that you're not part of the show, but come in and give your uh, opinion on that because I don't know what to say about the. Bleed can, out. Yeah. Well, I'm not even worrying about posing that stuff. You can look at that in private. And if we then later we, we can post it or whatever, I'm not even I'll give it yeah. to you unedited. You guys can do whatever you want. I mean, okay. I, there's there's no way I can fake it. Okay. With any luck, Sophia's emails. By, and by the way, more. by the way, just for the record, nobody that donated has claimed that they didn't receive the refund. Uh, Jess Myers said that she didn't get one yet, and she's not seeing the email. They were um, refunded today, and I've gotten messages from people saying asking me why they got a refund. So I can prove to you to you guys that Jess Myers definitely was issued a refund today. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the best way to shut people up is to show them proof, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I don't give a fuck what they say. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I well, already, listen, I gave them a refund out of the kindness of my heart. I could have ran away with the money if I wanted to. I'm leaving the community. What do I give a fuck? I don't care what any of these people think. I, I gave I gave all these people a refund because I didn't like. I don't want or need your money. Here, take your fucking money. I, I gotta ask real quick. Um, yeah. I know it's a little bit off the current subject, but sure, Mister Tagagnon, you're. I know you're in here with us. You're commenting. You're fighting with people in our chat room. How about you come on in to our show real quick? This is oh, I would love to see Mike come on. <laughs> come on in. You probably have more allegations against you, my friend, than even Anthony does. Why don't you come on in and uh, have a chat with us and maybe clear your name real quick? I think that'd be awesome, right? I think if he wants to clear his name, I think right now is a pretty good time to do it because I'm here to back him up and I won't be here forever. I'd love to clear up anybody's name. That's why I try to let everybody know that Hayden Newman is a good guy that doesn't rape people, uh, regardless of what Amy Crabtree and a Adam Freeman say about him. Hayden Newman does not rape people. Sean C. Phillips does not steal money from people like Rob and Amy claim. He does. Okay, he's he just said, I can't because of current legality. What does that mean? He has some legal sh I, I I don't want to talk about it. It's up to okay. him. You know, okay. if he wants okay. to come on and talk about it, it's up to him. It's not, you know, okay. I said... All I said was that other people, not Mike, have things going against Amy and Rob that I have nothing to do with. I have nothing in the world to do with. I don't want anything to do with it. I'm walking away from it. I don't care what happens to any of these people. Okay. Yeah, I, I just saw that in the comment. He basically made it clear that he can't because he's supposedly going on to the next step in the legal process. I'll leave that alone because – the last that's thing on that's on Mike and Rob and Amy. I don't have anything yeah. to do with any of these things. And I don't want to be accused of being a part of anything legal either. Mike, I was just giving you an opportunity to come in and clear your name, but I guess if there's a legal thing going on, we'll just stay away from that. Um, 
All right. Well, shit. This was a lot of fun. Uh, we got people that's talking, talking, and uh, it's going to go all night if we don't you know, cut it off at certain It's going to go all night on Facebook. I'm not friends with any of these people, yeah, so they can finger fuck each other all night for all I care. <laughs> Is there anybody else? Mike, was anybody trying to call in that uh, we didn't get to? They were not. Okay, so we got all of our calls tonight. They're not going to call in because they're, they're, they're keyboard warriors. They're going to stay in the comments. They're not so, going to sit here and have a verbal argument with me. What are you crazy? So real quick, <laughs> real quick, um, yeah, you because you, there was some major heat between you and Rob. It, it, you guys had heat because he left, went on vacation, and then he quit, or or what happened? Rob uh, made accusations about Halloween Evil Lives, which he was attached to as a producer. Uh, he then left that project. You know, I'll, I'll let the back and forth go between those guys. Look, Father Mahoney, another video is in the works. I'm telling you guys real because he's not going to get views unless he talks about me. That's the only way he gets views. I quit. I quit. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's what he does. That's exactly what he does. He quit Halloween Evil Lives. Uh, he joined Sam Hain. Then he quit Sam Hain. Then he joined Batman. Then I kicked him off Batman. Uh, and then I then I brought him back because I felt bad about him. I even had him come on live with me after he talked shit about the direct director of Sam Hain and talked shit about Matt Skinner, who supports horror films, and called his son fat, his disabled son. He went and called him a fat kid and said he didn't care about him. I still brought Rob on live with me, let Rob try to clear his name. And then uh, Rob was misbehaving again, so I kicked him off the project for the second time. And then he, I, went, to, then he went to Vegas in between. I'm sorry, real quick. Do you, yeah, you see Paul's comment? It's it, he, you see what he says right there. Whose comment? Paul's. Uh, if you're seeing it, he says uh, Paul, not to defend anyone whatsoever, but Indiegogo site says up to five days for refund. That's because Paul might have a a, a brain cell or two, which some of the other people might not have. So uh, some of the people that have donated and they're wondering why they haven't gotten their money back, it's because it takes more than 27 seconds to get the refund into your bank account. I, I will say it does because I've I've uh, uh, requested for quite a bit of refunds sure. in my time, you know, for other websites. It does make sense to me that it would take a couple of days for a refund to come back. Anthony, that's from, anywhere. If you go yeah, to a anywhere. store and you make a purchase and you and you refund it, it takes a couple of days to get back to your bank account. If it's if the bank's outside of the U.S. and you're in the U.S., it's going to take longer. It's just how refunds work. Rob says, yeah, I talk shit about less too. Yeah, you know why? Because I was misled by Father Mahoney and Amy Crabbush. <laughs> Wait, I gotta ask, because TJ's really on, this TJ guy's really on me about how I conducted this. I, TJ, yeah, I, how would you have wanted me to conduct this? How would TJ wanted me to conduct this? That's what I wanted to know. He, he I mean, did he want me to make this a PG, you know? Uh, that, uh, that's... It's a jerk off session. They'll turn around and say worse things about me in ten minutes from now when the when we go off air. Father Mahoney says Jess never got an email. I don't have access to Jess's email, Father. <laughs> what, the, what do you want from me? I have screenshots of the re refund. She's going to get her money back just like everybody else did. Ask Heather Beck. Ask uh, Maliki Godfrey, who donated $700 and got it all back tonight. Ask Tom Gibhart if his friend who donated $1,000 got his refund. Nobody that donated money has said anything besides Jess, and I just told Jess that she's getting a refund. I have proof of it. I don't have anything to hide. Oh, please don't bring Matt to this. Please, I don't care what beef you have, but Matt is nothing but an amazing dad. That's not fair, Anthony. I didn't drag Matt into it, okay? 
Rob Mahoney dragged Matt into it. I'm saying that Rob was talking shit about Matt, which Matt knows about. You can ask Matt yourself, Jamie, which again has nothing to do with you, Jamie. <laughs> you can go ask Matt yourself. So insult, uh, so insult people who received a refund. That's wonderful. Uh, I'm not just insulting the people who received a refund. I'm insulting guys like you too. You won't be back in this community. No shit, fucktard. That's why I'm doing the interview. There he goes insulting people's names. That's his go-to. No, that's Amy Crabbush's go-to. That's why you guys call Sean C. Phillips Mr. PayPal. That's why you call Mike Tegagnon Tegafruit or Fruitcake or Michael Fruitcake or whatever the fuck. Uh, where's the thank you for those who donated? Thank you to those who donated, like uh, Lisa Haynes. Uh, she, was, she was pretty cool. Uh, look, they can't wait to get rid of me. They can't fucking wait to get rid of me. Uh, I'm the most entertaining thing. Any, I'm more entertaining than most of their movies are. When's the last time Amy's actually promoted a successful campaign, by the way? And TJ won't share his name, won't call in, and has nothing to say because he's just one of Amy's friends that she's kissing ass to. Oh, no, they said I'm a bad person. Yeah, I was Amy's biggest defender, by the way, uh, TJ. I bet you didn't know that. Anyone who watches this sees who you really are. Good. I hope they see who I really am. Stay the fuck out of my life. You called Mike T names as well. Anthony laughing my ass off. Yeah, I did because I uh, went from based off lies that Amy was telling me. And I've had private conversations with Mike Tegnan and apologized to him like a man. And if, okay. uh, and if Rob Mahoney had any balls, he'd do the same thing. Okay, real quick, because we do got to wrap this up. I'm going to give this another sure. ten, 10 more minutes of this uh, whole shenanigan thing. And if no one wants to call in or anything, we're going to wrap it up. Um, it, it has fallen off the rails a little bit. but oh, Jake Robinson, Jake Robinson, perfect, who uh, posted screenshots of me, uh, Lee Payne, Les Nolan, and Mike uh, Tegignan, who Amy Crabtree uh, volunteered to oh, come there see. We go. We got a call. Oh, good, good. And you're live. Jake, you never tried to help me. You're a fat piece of shit, Wait. loser. Fuck you. Let's let's hear what's who's on the call. Sure. Hello. Hello. Amy Crabbush can't take it. Hello. 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 And Daniel won like anybody wants you in their film. Anthony, let's let's listen to caller, please. Sorry, sorry. Caller, who are you? Who are we talking to? Hey, hey, what's going on, Cody? What's going on, Anthony? Who are we speaking with, buddy? Oh, this would be Tom Gibhart. I'm. Did, it's Tom. It's Tom Gibhart. He was uh, attached to both projects: uh, Batman: The Killing Joke and The Flower City Butcher. Oh, how you doing, buddy? Tonight, what, what's on your mind? Nothing much. Just came on because I just wanted to uh, comment and just um, I don't know what was going on with the project. Um, Anthony was a little confused as to why he blocked me out of nowhere. Uh, now, from watching this, I can understand and see. Uh, you know, there's still some stuff going on. It's just we had time to uh, to kind of talk about it and everything. And uh, you know, I figured I'd call into the review and have lunch and uh, just wanted to have an opportunity to talk to you because I wasn't giving a chance for giving a response. Go ahead. Please sure. keep it so <laughs> yeah no uh, I don't have anything against Tom uh, yeah uh, by the way I'm not uh, like what, what do you guys want a breathalyzer from me why don't we do that next 
We can meet up. We can do a breathalyzer test. We'll let, get some more views. Real quick, let's let's ignore uh, ignore the chat the chat real right, quick. Sorry, sorry. Uh, Tom, yeah, no. Tom did a great yeah, job of promoting the films. You know, I have no qualms with with Anthony. Like you know, I, I worked. I was doing the, the graphics and promotion. You know, uh, I've been kind of neutral and everything that's just going on. You know, I'm doing the work and doing projects and everything. And even as we sit now, you know, I don't have any qualms or drama. Just you know. Wasn't given an opportunity to see what was going on before I had no opportunity to be able to respond, and I figured now was a good time to put some entirety. You know, Anthony's never done anything to slight uh, me, and I was just kind of thrown off by the, uh, the whole juncture of me that I was, I was blocked. Sure. Uh, so, you know, I got a couple messages about the movies. I was going through a lot. Uh, I removed most of the friends. I'm down to just the uh, the cast members. Uh, I saw a post that Tom made uh, after I didn't respond to him within uh, 24 hours, I think it was. He made a post about me not responding to him. I thought it was just drawing negative attention toward me and the projects. So I uh, I blocked Tom. And, um, yeah, I don't have anything really against Tom besides that post just came at a bad time. Uh, Tom was always good to me. I mean, he never caused problems. Uh, people warned me about Tom, and I took a chance on him, and I'm glad I did because he backed me up and uh, actually pulled through for me, and I'm sure he'd do the same thing for anyone else that uh, he ends up working with. Um, I don't know. He, he brought movie to the or he, he brought money to the campaigns. He uh, came on live feeds with me, uh, did his best to, uh, to help keep Damage control under, under uh, damage you know. control, something we don't have to. I'm so, I, honestly, I swear to god, the audio is kind of just bad on my end, so I miss some of what uh, these guys are saying, even yes. when I'm not talking. Tom, please repeat that. I am sorry, we we are having a hard time hearing calls. Oh, today. no, I was saying, I was saying, in, in reference to the uh, to the drama, we were using the term creative differences. We're in the damage control. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, we had creative my, differences. My whole goal in the project is, you know, to keep, you know, keep the project in a positive light, just as any project, you know, promoter is to do. You want to see the uh, the goal be, be met and everything. And, you know, there's things that go on, whether it's with the director or other people, and things happen. And, you know, I just stay neutral in it. You know, I don't get, you know, entangled in it. You know, like, this is an outlet for me that I enjoy being able to create and, Get people excited for something that's a new concept or a new case or anything. Um, so I don't really, you know, indulge in entertaining the drama and everything. I just keep it neutral and just okay. This is the situation we're dealing with. What's the best way to promote around this to keep things moving forward rather than? Yeah, he <clears throat> Tom did a great job. Uh, he was always good to me. Uh, I can't say enough good things about him during the uh, the run of the campaign. I think anybody that works with him in the future would have a great time working with Tom Gibhart. Um, it's not just that he's loyal to me or anything like that. He believed in what he was doing, and he believed in his contribution. And uh, I think he would be a lot of help to anyone out there that wants to work with him. And uh, there are a lot of other great people that I could say a lot of good things about as well. Well, I appreciate those comments, especially because getting involved um, with your projects, despite whether things can be said negative or positive from whichever standpoint you know people are coming from or involved with, 
Um, it's led me to meet really great people within the community and some other projects that I'm currently working on too and everything. So I mean, you know, like I said, I have I have no qualms. My my whole reason for you know you know falling in wasn't to uh well the train wreck or anything, but it was just, you know, I was really kinda of thrown off and I think we had boxing and I just wanted to give them, you know, some time to talk and really reached out over the last couple of days and you know, there were some things that were going on that were just kind of like, okay, this is like something going on and it didn't seem right. I was concerned and that's why I made the post just going, hey, like I haven't seen anything promoted and everything is deleted over the last few weeks. Like, you know, I'm just trying to see clarity um, because, you know, I didn't know something was going on and I know when a lot of this stuff had gone on, it was overwhelming and as it would be for anyone in that situation. So just as, as a friend and a fellow co colleague working together on a project, I was just generally concern for you as a person because it's, you know, whether things are going good or bad, you know, it's a bit overwhelming, it's a bit direct to speak with so many things that you have to orchestrate and keep on top of. And like I said, I was just kind of like thrown up and I was just like, what's going on here? Like, you know, like, you know, because we have always, you have always, always said to, like you have tonight, you know, um, I'm one of the easiest guys, you know, to work with. If you don't like something, I'm like, okay, and on to the next thing, we don't make it an issue, you know, um, so I appreciate the kind of work tonight and I hope whether you pursue projects in the future or not that you can still maintain the uh, the friendship that we uh, we've had and you know I'm just not blocked out you know I was just really confused by that and uh, you know I want to take the time that if my post you know just being concerned is misconstrued into a negative thing for you or it's a long time the wrong place like I just wanted to take the time also to apologize if, if it did come off that way. I appreciate that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, like I said during the uh, the campaigns, Tom Tom did nothing but good things for me, and uh, I'm sure he's going to do great things for anyone else that works with him. I don't have anything bad to say about Tom or a lot of the people that were involved. Awesome. It's just that all, you know most of the haters are in the comment right. section tonight. Now, I'm going to ask on Tom's behalf because I know he'd like to know this. Uh, when this yeah. all blows, when this all blows over, are you going to unblock your buddy Tom? If I have Facebook, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, if you guys have been friends for a while, I know drama's high right now. But, yeah, if he's been your yeah. friend and, and he's got a you know decent opinion of you and vice versa for you to him, yeah, man, unblock him if you're on Facebook. And uh, you don't want to sever a friendship over drama bullshit like this. No, I just had to get away uh, from know, some I of this stuff. I to take time to, to point out, too, like not to, to cut anyone off, I apologize, but, you know, I, I know when, you know, Poe, you know, um, Aaron Poe had his show. Uh, you know, I know he was making some references with some choice words that he said on his show in, in terms of me with constituents. Um, and I'm not making fun. It's just um, in the height of the drama and everything, um, you know, Father Mahoney, which I, I have to agree with Anthony um, in how he handles things and, and some of his behavior. I have to, it's not that I'm so much taking sides, it's just a personal view of how he projected himself and things that were said and done that I think were highly unprofessional and I think were, would be damaging to any project that he would have been involved in, whether there was other things going on that are at play here or not. Um, but he wanted to come on his show and he was referencing me and quite frankly, again, I was neutral on everything. I had no stake in what was going on, allegations from whether it was this project or other people. And uh, I just, you know, I had to issue that formal, like, listen, you know, like, for my best interest, legal best interest, I have spoken with the attorney, and I will issue a cease and desist if I am associated with anything that's going to put something that would constitute legal um, 
criminal uh, allegations or anything like that, you know, for something that I had no involvement with. Um, and I think that was kind of misconstrued when he presented it on the show, that it's like kind of like coming from Anthony or coming as like, you need to shut your mouth. And it was just like, kind of a good case for the thing. I believe me, out of it, you know. Yeah, and just for record, uh, that wasn't for me. Like, I didn't send out a cease and desist. Yeah. I, I wanted to I wanted to point that out to Anthony. Like, you know, like I think some people thought that those messages for me, like, you know, had came from you, but it again was for me protecting my legal interest, you know, because you know, again I had I had no knowledge of what was going on or things that were being said and he said and everything. Like I'm I this for one purpose only and that is to work, promote, traffic, things like that. Um, and I still remain on that stance. I don't have a view one way or other. The only thing that I can speak on is things that I have with this whole side of the Um, and with that being said, like, I, you know, I have no issues with Anthony. He's great to work with. I'm sorry to see that he's, you know, stepping back from the project. And I hope that, you know, he does take the time to recalibrate because I think, you know, in the private discussions that we have, I don't want to reveal things of the project that he said, but, you know, as a person who enjoys these genres and everything himself, the ideas, the concepts, the tidbits of the, you know, scripts and things that have changed, you know, for the better and everything, there was something that I think would have been really enjoyable by the mass within the community and everything. So maybe there's an, a, a later date that things will be with the right time and the right place for it to come to fruition and he can finally get his vision out. And without all this animosity and everything else, whether you know, things are you said she said true or not, um, you know, I really do think that Anthony had something really uh, going good for his project, especially for the pilot that he did something that was original and it went into on demand and everything. So, um, I agree with that, Tom, I agree that the Flower City Butcher that was a unique idea. Is that that's what he said, right? I'm sorry, I'm still having a little bit of hard time hearing him. That's what he said, right? Yeah, he, he, it was so. a really unique idea, and I liked how, you know, like Anthony said, he kind of had revealed only that it might have been one killer, but there was actually like a lot. And if you had if you had visited the Indiegogo campaign, um, there was a detailed description of some of the characters and how they were in depth as described. You know, one was an introvert, one was an extrovert, and it showed that there was like an emotional, mental kind of a thing uh, attached to the storyline between the characters. I liked how it kind of gave a little bit of the in-depth personality traits of these characters, but not revealing what Hollywood and other films, you know, tend to do when they give away too much in the beginning. And I think it was absolutely the success of it being funded uh, so quickly. Um, I don't think it was in particular any one person. I think it was a collaboration of everyone that was in support of the project. Um, you know, from the directors to friends of the people of the project to showing their support and sharing and, and everything. And I think the original concept, even some private conversations, but I had people that are like, you know, this is a really cool idea. It's nice to see something original. Everyone's, you know, spinning off of another idea or pushing off. It's nice, I think, people appreciate seeing something from such fresh, you know, really from paper and not based off something else. And the originality of how you know, Rochester is a little bit of a rough area. You know, one of those areas where you have like a patch of good here, a patch of good there, but there's a lot of crime and there's a lot of struggle and things like that. And I think, you know, the, the title of it, you know, really is what intrigues people to Flower City Butcher. It's like, you know, what's that? And it's just like, and then when you read about it, you're like, you know, I think that's what really captured the people and why that campaign was a success. So, I mean, it's sad to see that, uh, you know, 
is being put on the back burner. Um, I think Anthony, you know, should at least of the two projects pursue that even at a later date because there's definitely a lot of interest and success with it in the preliminary stages. And um, and as someone that has worked with Major Studio, um, self, uh, Cody, I know you'll appreciate. Uh, I'm tied very closely with Ghostbusters and the, and the franchise and working as a subcontract and brand ambassador for Ghostbusters to the Ghost Corps office. Um, awesome. You know, I, I get involved with these projects because, you know, I see certain things and when I see things are being done, you know, the right way, as, may, as it may not appear to others who have their own view or opinion of how things should be done. Um, there was a success, I believe, between the two projects because before any, any allegations and senior campaigns and everything, Batman was at 91% funded. And because of things that were said, alleged or not, whether things were done in spite or just to create drama simply because misery was company, whatever the case may be, Again, I can't speak on that one way or the other. I wasn't part of it. Um, but it, it took a hit on the one Batman campaign down to, I think it was like 30 something percent. It dropped down. So for it to bounce back to 71%, you know. Tom, they want the shit show. And I think in, in, in one week's time to have a bounce back from 30 something percent back up to 71, you know, it is disappointing to, you know, that. It's being put on the back burner, but like Anthony said, and, and I trust um, because I have someone that did confirm that they did get a refund. Um, there you go. <laughs> you know, so, you know it, it, I think the thing that was sent to me said something about three to five business days or something like that, and that was uh, it was a screenshot directly from the Indiegogo email that was sent out for this one actor of one of the campaigns that's on the back. So, um, so I can back that. You know um, that much on that end, so I, I don't know if it takes time for other people to get it or anything. So um, I didn't mean to take up too much of the time or anything, or step over, you know, your Cody or, or Anthony. I just, you know, wanted to be able to speak and give clarity on some of the things that I guess were still in question. And um, you know, to let Anthony know that you know I support whatever way he goes on the project, and you know, I'm disappointed, but there's still something there. So if there's a day that you feel going forward that you can bring it, I say go for it. Hey, Tom, we appreciate your call, man. Thanks for calling in. I don't have any intention of doing either project ever, uh, but if anyone sees this, I just want you guys to know that Tom is not just loyal to me. He's a good guy, and you guys should work with him. Listen, even the people with other projects that have allegations and everything, like, listen, this is, you know, I've, you know, working alongside some bigger names that I'll keep nameless, you know, uh, these you know, these things happen. It's unfortunate they shouldn't. Um, you know, whether it's allegations or things really do happen or not, you know, it's disappointing. But um, I think it's really important um, to have opportunities like this for Cody to give us platforms for both sides of the coin because it really gives, you know, people an opportunity. No one should really feel like they should have to explain themselves or anything, like to each their own. But um, you know, given in the community and, in that, you know, the people, I think it was right by, by you giving him that platform. And I think it was also um, uh, smart and correct for Anthony to, to come on and be able to share, you know, his side of things and have that platform, too. Um, yeah. You know, because uh, I mean, it, it, it needs to be done, I feel, at this point with the things that have, have gone on. And I don't think that this is 
situation for those that are watching steer you away from if this is something that you're going to get into for the first time either because um, I was in a movie with a director that was a nobody from Canada, first time filmmaker, and he ended up getting picked up by the major studio. So anything is possible, so don't think that things like this are, you know, not worth getting into because of anything because, you know what, like you have to go through the, the waves, you know, to get to the beautiful shoreline sometimes. You know, so um, don't let things like this and these stories, you know, derail you from something that you see or that you have a passion about, you know, because first-time people can make a big-time thing. And at the end of the day, if it's just something you enjoy, just do it because you enjoy it. Well, hey, Tom, I, I don't mean to cut you off, man. We are running out of time for tonight's episode. I really appreciate that you called in. This was an, a good bookend to this hugely train wreck in a good way of an episode because we had a bunch of people trashing Anthony and we got one person at the end speaking <laughs> a little bit more a little bit more positive about the situation. So I appreciate that from you personally, Tom. Well I, I appreciate it too. Um, come on and I'm sorry if I took up too much at the end, but you know I think I think that's what made for a great show for you uh one way or the other because you know at the end of it people now just in the real life situation without the platform, you've heard the good side, you've heard the bad side, and ultimately at the end, it comes down to the people that you really know and you know their character. And, you know, like I said, my experience with Anthony has been positive. Um, it's no different than any other positive relationship I have. You, you hear things, whether they're true or not. Um, nothing personally negative has happened between this, what I'm involved with, what I was brought in with. Um, and whatever he ventures off in or decides not to pursue uh, at a later date, you know, I, I support one way or another. And those that are watching and listening and commenting, you're doing your own projects too. Shout out to you. And if you're looking for a graphic class promoting or acting, then yeah. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. And you know, Tom, Tom, you're such a good talker. I should send you the link to my GoFundMe. You could promote that for me. How do you feel about that? Or anybody watching should. I think um, anybody I watching should contact send, Tom. Send me, a, send me a link. You know, as long as everything always adds up and is legit and everything, I'm always happy to promote and help oh. anything where I can. You know, as as a fellow ghost head, you know, one hand washes the other, especially when it has slime on it, right? Yeah, one hundred percent. My GoFundMe is legit. I don't take. I, I won't take your money to the strip club, buddy. Okay. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta learn that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Well, not according to TJ. According to TJ, I'm a piece of shit host, apparently. So. <laughs> he says it about everybody. I don't think he's going to be sharing my GoFundMe. That's anymore. Jake Robinson. Yeah, he says it about everybody. Okay. All right, Tom, okay. we run it out for, for you, for You're anybody welcome, Angel. going on, whether it's a charity or a project or anything, you know, find me on social media. You can look me up at, on Facebook, go say Tom. You can shoot me a message, you know, you can share your links and stuff. I'll check it out. I'm always willing to share stuff that's all legit and everything. I'm always about helping and, and, you know, especially if anyone's involved with anything with charity. I also do a nonprofit. You can look us up at, you know, GCNJ, Ghost Court, New Jersey. We do children's hospitals, battered women's shelters. We do a lot of good in the community, not only just here in the state and abroad. So, I mean, if you have stuff that's going on in your area, we always like to help and share. So, you know, so sending your links and stuff and, you know, we can get it up on there. We have over, 5,000 followers alone on our Facebook, you know, page, uh, local and abroad. So if, if anything, you know, yields anything positive for anyone else that's looking to, that needs help or wants to get the good word out on legitimate, you know, projects or, or you know, uh, GoFundMe or whatever, you know, 
reach out to me and I'll be more than happy to, to do what I can to help. Awesome. Thank you very, very much for calling in, Tom. We appreciate it. No, no, thank you for having me. I appreciate it. So you, Anthony, Mike, everyone, Aaron, you know, uh, even the commenters, you know, everyone, wish you all the best. Uh, thank you for listening and giving me an opportunity to chime in too. I appreciate it. And hopefully one day maybe uh, we'll have uh, we'll have an episode where we can chat some of the stuff. We'll talk in private. Reach out to me. All right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, that was our caller, Tom, by far the least toxic person that uh, that <laughs> tonight. But uh, all right, have a good night, Tom. Thank you, Tom. Oh, you too, both of you guys. Be easy and be well. All right, thank you. Good night. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we have reached past. Oh wait, wait, do we have somebody else? Hold on. <laughs> It'll keep going as long as you guys keep me on. Here, hold on. Man. Whether it's a charity or project or anything, you know. All right, I think you're live. Hello. Hello. Hi, this is uh, Adrian Esposito calling. Adrian, yeah. How? What's your thoughts Hi, tonight, Adrian? Uh, Hi, I'm good. Um. Um, hold on a second. Let me minimize this. Uh, I was just uh, curious if you guys wanted to talk about clowns in the woods because uh, I know that was an inspiration, not inspiration, but because uh, it was a film, you know, that was in line with disability and um, the killing joke, the film you wanted to do, uh, Anthony. What was the uh, film that he asked about? So Adrian uh, made a film called Clowns in the Woods. Uh, Adrian's local to upstate New York. Um, I, I believe he said that something about disabilities. And so I think he's trying to relate the, the topic of uh, having a disability maybe to, to the channel somehow. Um, but I'm, I'm not sure exactly what the question was. That, that's because this show is Tales from the Crypts because it's based around disabled people talking about real life topics. That's what it is. Uh, um, Adrian, would you would you please ask your question one more time so we could understand it? Yeah, certainly. Um, with, did did you did Anthony want to talk about? I don't know. Have you seen Clowns in the Woods, Anthony? Because I was just curious if you wanted to talk about it. You know, what, what, you oh, thought, um, what you I, think of Clowns in the Woods? I haven't seen it yet, but I support it. I wish you the best with the film. I know Anthony Creek and Bill Smith are involved with that film, and I uh, love those guys. And uh, there's nothing but love for, for Clowns in the Woods from me. Uh, Adrian, tell us a little bit about Clowns in the Woods. Tell us uh, what the story is and, and how it went producing it. Tell, tell us about Clowns in the Woods. Okay, sure. Um, Clowns in the Woods is about um, a, man, a young man who has a disability who was bullied in this fictional town called Donville. And one one day, one night, when a prank goes wrong, he dies, and he gets help from these ghost clowns who help him seek because he's a ghost, and he helps they help him seek revenge on those who have wronged him in this town. And um, the uh, the movie uh, the production was went very well. But, um, um, I I guess I, the re what I wanted to say was is that I with with the production I had two 
DPs that work with me that were very shady. I'm not going to say who their names are for legal reasons, but they were very shady. Well, not, well, almost pretty shady, I should say. And they, you know, they, they wanted, they charged us originally, my, my company and my manager for Expo Cinema, they charged us six, uh, $6,000. And then uh, one of the DPs came back to us on set, came back to me when I was getting my clown makeup on because I play one of the killer ghost clowns in the films. And they said, okay, well, now we need $8,000 <laughs> because this is a lot of hard work. And, you know, you know, otherwise we're not going to continue working on the film. So I'm just starting out directing my first narrative horror movie. So... Um, I just, I had to bite, bite, you know, swallow my pride to, in order to finish this movie to, to, um, to abide by what they wanted. But in the future, I'm not going to do that. I, I have to learn from my mistakes, as they say, in making movies and who to hire. Right. Well, I, I this clown in the woods, it sounds like a very interesting thing. The the idea of a disabled the idea of a disabled person getting bullied and what did he die and then he came back for revenge is that what you said it was about? Yeah, that sounds interesting to me. I'll tell you this, Adrian, as a disabled horror movie fan, I've over the years uh, wanted more horror movies based around uh, disabled people uh, because yeah, I think there's a story to be told, kind of like. Uh, remember Valentine, that movie that came out, was it late 90s or early 2000s? That was like a revenge film where the, the, you know, the, the kid was bullied because he was you know, a nerd or whatever. And then he comes back and kills all of them. Why not make a movie where a disabled kid in high school gets bullied, somehow accidentally gets killed, and then boom, you got your revenge story. A disabled person that came back from the dead. Because nobody has the balls to do it because they all have the same mentality that people in the comments section have. Oh boy, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> and for the record, I support Adrian and his film. I've, I have nothing but love for Adrian and Clowns in the Woods. I've promoted Clowns in the Woods a bunch of times. That, Adrian, we appreciate yeah. your phone call. Yeah, you're welcome. And one, if I may say one more thing, uh, I'm also interviewed on a documentary about people with disabilities who make horror movies called Horror Able which should be very good. They, the filmmaker was able to get Michael Berryman, who, who I don't know if you know who he is. He's, he was in the original Hills Have Eyes, which came out in the 70s. Yeah, we all know you're yeah. disabled, Amy Crabbush. <laughs> um, she has uh, an invisible disease. She talks it, about it, it all the time. Anthony's just responding back to some people in the comments. Adrian, let me ask, because I don't know you personally, so sorry if this is a stupid question. I don't mean no offense by this. Do you have any disabilities? Yes, I have autism. Okay. I, and I can imagine that it's a struggle every single day. I don't personally have autism. I have a very rare physical disability called arthrogryposis. Um, it just affects the muscles and uh and joints in my arms and legs. Um, but I, I can imagine having autism and trying to create a whole production with an original idea. I, man, I respect you for doing all this. 
Yeah, thank you. And um, yeah, um, I, uh, I'm going to keep making my films the way I would like to make them. And I'm going, you know, I, I still have plans to make two other films. You know, one of them that involves people with disabilities. And um, uh, I've been trying to make this one Special Needs Revolt since 2016, but haven't had luck getting the big budget that I want to make for, get for it. But hopefully it will happen. So I just have to keep going for my dreams and hope for the best. Awesome. Awesome. We support you. We do. I, and I think I support, or excuse me, I think I speak on behalf of even everybody in the chat room when I say that we all do support you on, on your dreams and all this. Yeah. I've, I've always supported Adrian in Clowns in the Woods. I've promoted him a bunch of times and the actors involved in the film. Awesome. Adrian, is there any closing thoughts that you have before we wrap up tonight? Adrian, where can they uh, see Clowns in the Woods? Yes, I'm sorry. Uh, where can we see Clowns in the Woods at? Oh, good question. Um, you can see Clowns in the Woods on um, Amazon Prime, you know, uh, YouTube, and Google Play for purchase and rent. Awesome. That is so awesome. I am definitely going to be checking it out. So will yeah. I, and I hope everybody in the comments section does as well. Thank you so much, Adrian, for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. I just wanted to say real quickly, pretty soon you'll be able to purchase physical copies of the movie, too, on DVD and Blu-ray through my distributor, Indie Rights. Are you going to sign them for us? If you would like me to, yes. All yeah. right, I might get one then. Okay. Well, thank, thank you, Adrian. You on the show. Thank you, thank buddy. You Thank you so, so much. We, we will look into your uh, Clown in the Woods, and maybe I can talk our producer and even uh, promoting it and showing links off for it in our future episodes, maybe. Yes, definitely. All I'll right. get him over the page and stuff. No worries. Awesome. It, you just heard All it. Right. We'll do it. Thank you so much, Adrian. You have yourself a good night, buddy. You too. Bye. Bye, Bye Adrian. Okay, Jesus Christ, my blood pressure is raising like crazy yeah. today. We have the 145-minute mark. Mike, go ahead and close down the fucking call line, for Christ's sakes. I think we've had enough tonight. I am glad that our last two calls were a bit more not-so-hostile. Um, Jesus Christ, we, uh, we did let things go off the handle a little bit, but I think we got through a couple of different things. There was a comment that I did see. I don't know if you saw, Anthony, but I appreciated seeing it. Uh, Angel commented a few minutes ago, and she actually yeah. legitimately said, "Anthony, thank you for publicly apologizing to me. I think that yeah. was legit." So it was, yeah. And I said, uh, "You know, I respond." I think someone else was talking at the time, but I said, uh, "You know, you're welcome, Angel." Yes. Um, all right, uh, man. I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're going to get anything um, progressive or anything more educational out of tonight's talk. <laughs> we already did. I think we. At our high moments, our low moments, and uh, we, we got did it I, all. We did it all tonight, man. Hey, I want to <laughs> thank you from the bottom of my heart to coming yeah. on tonight's episode and trying your best to clear your name on everything. Like I said a few minutes ago, or excuse me, about a half an hour ago, when yeah. you do have the proof and the things that people would like to see, please send yeah. that to me so I can show it to everyone. Please, I have, I have it now. I'll send it to you right after. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. All right. Anthony Calmino, correct? 
Kaimano. Kaimano. God damn it. I'm AKA sorry. AKA Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? 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 <laughs> I, I don't think anybody's going to get that reference except me and you. All right, Anthony, you have yourself a good night, buddy. Thank you so much for doing your final for now interview. And who knows? Maybe we'll see you in the future. Maybe. Maybe. All right. You <laughs> have a good you, night, my friend. And thank you to Mike, too. Yeah. All right. Have a good night, good buddy. Night, guys. Bye. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. He cannot define Bowel shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.